old crappy laptop messing up. Yeah. That's mine right there. That's mine. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another episode of Three Beers In. My name is Dom, and across from me is an old friend. Someone that you know. You know him well. Dom is here, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, hey, yeah. Say How hi. you doing, Dom? I'm doing good, Dom. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I feel kind of weird being back down here. It's been yeah. so long. It has actually... I have the, the, I have the exact... Um, hang on here. I have the exact amount of time that you were... Where'd my phone go? Oh, here it is. Oh. I have... Ooh. You got a hell of a setup happening down here, though. You see how I cleaned up? Because it was bad. Yeah, but I, I like it because it's like set up for like a, a one-man operation. Yeah. With with this nice little setup here for a second guy. For a side To piece. tag along in, yeah. <coughs> That's who you are. Um, Just to, to <laughs> let everyone know and to let you know, you have not been on this show for one year, four months, and 23 days. That's wow. equal to 72 weeks and six days ago. In total, and in total uh, years, five hundred. I mean, in total days, five hundred and ten. <laughs> the funny thing about this, this is the funniest thing. It was. Um, oh wait a minute! Oh yeah, seventy-two weeks, and six days ago. That is okay. the last time. I mean, maybe I don't know. We were trying to figure that out before, like trying to go deep into the archives of Three Beers in to see when was the last time you were on the show. That was what what episode was that though? Um, we did a Vienna Lager or something. Vienna Lager. Yeah. You don't remember. You have no idea. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember really even being here so long. Well, you ago. were. And I think according to the contract, since you were gone for so long, you've, you're actually completely out now. Like, you're completely Well, I mean, done. you and Rob sold off my shares a long time ago. Well, actually, we, we, there, was a, um, there was a caveat in the contract as that... As far as what? Like, like, that Rob and I could vote you out, and we did. <laughs> No, you, no, it yeah. had to be unanimous. No, no, no. The contract said Contract's everything has to be a unanimous vote. Yeah, but you, there was a, there was a, uh, there was a caveat in the contract that if the individual wasn't active in the chat room or on the show okay. for a thirty-day period, then their vote doesn't count anymore. It's in the contract, so Son we waited. Bitch. We waited you out because this is a notarized contract. I mean, it's yeah, a real we, contract. We went to Stop and Shop to get it uh, notarized. Yeah. Shop right, whatever shop, it was. Shop right. It was Shop right. His name was like Dan Haberman. That was great. And we 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 waited you out because like we would always try to like remind you to, to come back on the show, well, say something, do something, contribute. You didn't do anything, so we waited you out for the thirty days. And then the the moment that Rob and I were in the same room together, mm-hmm. Rob called a vote. I vote Dom off the show. Mm. All those in favor, and I went. And we amended. You it. went what? Yeah, I. Oh, I okay. That doesn't sound yeah, like yeah, I yeah. to me. When you, you tried do that. to, you tried to lawyer you know, me, Dom. I didn't know that by coming here on this Thursday uh, evening that I'd be getting ripped apart. No, you're not getting ripped apart. You know, I just, you know, I thought I'd come here, no. have a nice little beer with you. Yeah, no, we're gonna do you know, that. Celebrate no. life a little. Yeah, we're gonna do that. No, that's fine. All right. Because I did have a conversation with Rob about you on the show. Okay, how long ago? Not that long, but kind of a, a couple of weeks before he left, we mm. were talking about the show and we were talking about you. And he was like, you know, I I don't think I'll ever forgive you for what you did to Dom. And I was like, what are you what are you even talking about? <laughs> you know, what did what did I do to Dom? And um, hang on one second. Just, I, I gotta hear. Hang, this hang on, hang on one second. Okay, sorry about that. Just wanted to quickly. You could burp if you'd like. It's all oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be rude. It's funny how you're acting like you've never been on the show, but you. You were, know, you it's been it's been a while, episodes. Dom. I feel like it's the first time. You know. 
So I forgot what we were talking about. And so I, you're saying uh, how Rob didn't want to yeah. forgive you yeah, for what he, you did to me. He was upset about... He, he Actually, first of all, this is the first time I ever really heard him say this. Okay. He said, I'll never really forgive you for what you did to Dom. And I said, well, but what did I do? Okay. And he said that um, I put an um, unnecessary amount of pressure on you, <laughs> and, I com- and I treated you like absolute dog shit. Uh... Yeah, I you think know? you did. And I said to Rob, I was like, "No, I didn't." He, and he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You know. And then like, he, well, he did, just laughed along. You know, I mean, he's his own man. He yeah, he could have he he helped. Stopped it. it. He could have been like, "Listen, on a break, Dom, why don't you ease off the guy a little bit?" All right. I guess it's like watching a train wreck. Yeah, you can't look away. When you're watching a train wreck, you just can't look away. I mean, I've never seen a train wreck, but I've seen car accidents. You you okay? So car, it's the same thing with a car accident. You, you can't you can't look away. You got to lo- you got to watch. That's what rubbernecking is. Oh my god. I was driving home. We were Ari and I were in um IKEA. Okay. In Brooklyn and uh, Red Hook. Um I was I, supposed to come with you actually. Yeah, so. you were. You, you never did. I was working. Yeah. Um I got out of work and I got on the bus and train to go to Red Hook, which was an interesting experience to oh. to say the least. How different was it from your normal? Commute. Oh man, I was I, my normal commute is I walk to Broadway and I get on a bus and I'm home. This I had to go to the train station. I had to get on a train. The train station, you know. I had to get off the train and I had to get on a, a bus that I didn't know a, like where it was going. But I ended up at IKEA. Thankfully, like the one of the last stops on the bus was IKEA, and you could okay. see IKEA from like two miles away because it's huge. Nah, so you know. So, you know where I'm going with the story is we were on the the highway and we noticed that. Um, it's like a plume of sp- smoke on the BQE. This fucking car was just torched. Right? Oh, I, I mean, you saw these firemen just blasting it with this foam gunk, and like y- the, the traffic was just abysmal. So it was, even if you guys were going to come to see us, uh-huh. you were not going to actually make it because the, well, it was just. On which side was it? On the incoming to Brooklyn oh. side, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that would have been miserable. Yeah, yeah, you would have. You would have cursed it. No, you wouldn't have made it. You, I, I don't even know how you would have gotten off because yeah. like everybody was just so stuck, and it was all the way back to the bridge. It was crazy. But um, speaking of IKEA, mm. did you get food there? Yeah, it sucked. Really? Yeah, the Red Hook one sucks. The really? one in New Jersey. The one in Jersey is awesome. The one in Jersey is great. We went to this one in, in Brooklyn. We didn't even get lingonberry sauce with our Swedish bowls. I don't. I, I don't know okay. how to, to to take that. That's not easy. Do you know that the uh, the um, the berry sauce? No, I know what you're talking. What's about. it called? I guess lindenberry. Ling? No, not Linden, New Jersey berry. Oh. it's like lindenberry. Linden. Li- you said Linden again. Linden. Jesus Christ. London. Londonberry, yes. The Londonberry sauce. Would you sw- do you get the Swedish meatballs when you go there? Yeah, but I never got that sauce. Are you serious? I, I never thought about it. It's like they're they're like I get like uh, a platter. Usually you have like a little like meatball platter, like I think some gravy or some shit. Yeah, but you gotta get the Lindenberg sauce. Well next time I go I'll give it a try. Yeah, because like I think that's like um what's it what's okay, it's like having a hot dog, right? Yeah. But without ketchup and mustard. I don't like ketchup on my hot dogs. I mean, I'm just saying, you have to dress the dog. Uh, you don't have to. I've seen plenty of people eat you've, them you've without. You've got plain hot dog? I mean, look at the guys who do those eat, those hot dog eating contests. Well, that, that's out of necessity. I mean, how do you take your dog? Uh, mustard, uh, sauerkraut if it's an option. A little kraut. What about uh, when there's I like, like that? relish. You know, relish for me has come later in my life. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the relish. <laughs> relish is so good. On the dog. I really yeah, never... I, That's actually, to tell you the truth, I've only started liking relish maybe two, three years ago. Yeah, that's me too. I actually throw it on my burgers too when I'm oh, at yeah. like a, uh, if, I, if I come to like a backyard barbecue or something, there's yeah. relish, I'll throw it on my burger. 
You throw a little, a little relish bit of ketchup, some some relish. I um yeah, I'm a late bloomer when it comes to the relish, but um, you ever get you ever get like a Chicago style hot dog? Enlighten me. So it's like a, I thought maybe you'd you've had it before. It's got so it's on a um, like a little hoagie bun, right? It's a, a big a hoagie bun. A hoagie, like like a roll. Yeah, but when you think of a hot dog roll, you're gonna think of a hot dog roll, but it's a bigger one. So it's more like a a handheld hoagie. Okay. Right? It's on like a hoagie-ish bun. Hope it's not just a hot dog in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously. Obviously, you got to have that much bun for... Uh, for, for Extras. For, for extras. So, like chili and stuff. It, it, well, no, it's not a chili dog. But what's in there, I be- Now, I could be wrong. Okay? Mm-hmm. I will look this up eventually. Okay. But you're from, asking me like you've had it, though. I've had it. So, so how do you I mean, not remember what's on? I gotta go through the... I mean, it's not like I have it every day, Dom. Right, I mean, you you're you're bringing it up like you'd already know. Okay, but I do know this. Okay? Yeah. On this dog is... I'm I'm pretty certain ketchup, mayonnaise, maybe. That's getting weird. Lettuce, tomato. Lettuce and tomato? On- lettuce and tomato. A pickle. You ever have those... A, a- those peppercornies, those hot peppers, peppercorn. Oh, oh, pe- pepperoncinis. Pepperoncini. L- little uh, the Pepper- banana peppers. They call them peppercornies. <laughs> I think they're yeah, they're peppercornies. Uh, yeah, peppercornies. Yeah, those are like banana peppers. Poochie choochies. Those are on there, and it, it's a hot dog. You know what? Now I gotta look it up because you're I mean, looking at me like I got four. But uh, it's not even that I'm looking at your foreheads. I'm trying to imagine. A normal, you know, yeah. yay size hot dog yeah. with all this extra. How are you getting hot dog in every bite on a hoagie roll? Oh, you are because the hot is it dog like filleted is... at least. Is it no, like a no. ballpark? You know, like, no, no, no. no. The, the hot dog is elongated. So every bite, <laughs> every, every, I'm being serious. Every uh. bite of the dog is gonna have. Well, you gotta take a shit. No, just you want me to pause. Just say yeah, pause. pause it. It. Yeah, pause it. I've been pimping since I've been pimping, but here. <laughs> okay, I got the I got the Chicago style hot dog. I'm not even gonna. Go, well, where? What is your source? What are you actually pulling up? Like a wiki? Wikipedia. Okay. So uh, on this hot dog. Okay, on this. What do you see on this hot dog? Look at the picture that comes from Wikipedia. I don't see a hot dog. It's in there. Look at the. What the fuck the, is that green stuff? Uh, that I don't know. That, uh, <laughs> let me actually maybe actually bring up the the Wikipedia. Yeah, so, I mean, I see a Chicago, little tiny a, piece of dog. Sh- Chicago dog, Chicago red hot or Chicago style hot dog, on a poppy seed bun. I said a hoagie bun, but then again, yeah. who's count? Who's, I, I, you know. I pictured what you meant. It's a hot dog topped with. Now, I missed <clears> a couple <throat> things here, so you know, bear with me. Um, it's topped with yellow mustard, chopped white onions, mm-hmm. bright green. Sweet pickle relish. Yeah, that's, that's what, what you I was said. Asking. Yeah, yeah. A dill pickle spear, tomato slices or wedges, pickled sport peppers, which I think was the the peppercorn. Yeah, mm, okay. And a dash of celery salt. This one had um, this. I, I said the one I had had lettuce on it, but um, that's it. That's that's what it is, man. That's that's what's on there. It's a fucking I disaster. Feel like that's just too much for a hot dog. It's fucking delicious, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I've, I've had it before. I Do had you remember from, where you had it? Um, Sonic. <laughs> you serious? Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't from like Chicago. Like, like or Sonic, Sonic on... Oh, Siri got activated. Siri got activated? I said Sonic and she... Was asking, what? Stupid thing. Um, Sonic, the, the cheese... The one here on San Island? Yeah, yeah. I finally went to it because it died down. Oh, God. How would you, ex- you thought it was good? I, I liked it. The hot dog? It wasn't bad. I must have went on a terrible day. I got some... 
double cheeseburger thing from there, deluxe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't even hot. It wasn't yeah. even warm. Oh, okay. So it was just poor quality. Yeah, just it wasn't made well. I had um, there's the first time I ever had one of their burgers, and I said to myself, um, I much rather would have went to Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's is sick. Wendy's though. is much better for fast food. You can't even like count Wendy's no. in there for the burgers. Yeah, well, I mean, they they even got chili there. Yeah, but how good is that chili? That's uh, it's the business. It's really good. All right, so we're gonna take a little bit of a pause here, and uh, sure. gonna come back with uh, the beer review, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so listen. I, I, I don't understand. You know, you know, just, just hang on. We do have to have some production value here, so so let me um, let me welcome everyone back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, for you, for the people, there's no pause. For the people that, like for us, we were just chit chatting for a little bit. Yeah. Shit, I just hit something. Okay. Hello. Hello. That is strange. Okay. So we were just chit chatting for a little bit, and um, we poured out these beers, ladies and gentlemen. So this week on the beer review, um, we are drinking um. From Rogue, what do we got here? It's Cold uh, Brew 2.0. Cold Brew 2.0, a Blondale blended with cold brew coffee. And on their website description, it says Rogue Cold Brew 2.0 continues the exploration of our two favorite things. This time with a blonde ale brewed with brewed with some town coffee roasters, famous cold brew coffee. This brew opens with a big hit of coffee aroma and flavor as the nuances of hops and malts comes through the initial coffee blast. You find yourself in awe. Of the flavor combination. So now here's the funny thing, right? Dom and I are sitting here. We were drinking beers before him. We were having Daisy Cutter, which is a fantastic IPA that that um, he picked up for us. He got these beers from uh, Holiday Holiday here on Staten Island. Um, so real quick, to the ingredients on this beer is um, Pilsner Chit and white uh, wheat malts, flake brown rice, Sterling hops, something town cold uh, brew coffee, cow cow cacao nibs. American Ale Yeast Free Range Coastal Water And it's won awards So I'm drinking it And Dom This is so funny My reaction was completely different than yours And there's a reason So for me Wait which one is this one again? That one's mine (laughs) Take that back man (laughs) I was drinking the one that I was drinking the one you gave me So So you mm. didn't believe me at first. Yeah, that's But different. I said, hey, this is really citrusy for a cold brew yeah. beer. Or at least it has that taste to it. Yeah, he was saying to me, it's really, really citrus. I said, citrus? What are you talking about? And after you read that profile, there's just right? no way. And uh, I'm drinking it, and for me... Dom, please put that back. <laughs> As I'm drinking it, I'm tasting very strong coffee notes. And then, of course, it does open up to an ale flavor. And then Dom says, why is your, why is mine so much cloudier than yours? Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? And then we put them side by side. His is a lighter color. Mine is a, a, a golden. Look, you can't see through mine. It looks almost unfiltered compared to yours. So then I tasted it, and his tasted like a sour beer. Now, the crazy thing is they're the same batch. Yeah, I'm weird. wondering if that beer may have gone bad but, in but, the can. Right. So, so here's my question. You have more of a, knowledge, a wealth of knowledge on this than I do. What makes a sour beer sour? I think there's a... It's there's an a, age, like, process, aging process, No, I think it's no? in the yeast strain that they use. I mean, I drink sour ales whenever I get my hands on them. Okay. So that's why this didn't catch me too off guard as it may yeah. somebody that doesn't drink sour ales. I, I think a sour, uh, it, it all depends on the amount of time it's fermented mm-hmm. and, the, and the yeast strain that's used. Okay, I honest. thought it was more like of an aged like, no, thing. No, like, I don't think it is. But it, it's something to do with time. No, of course, on, it has on, something to do with the fermentation, fermentation. Okay. the fermentation timing. And there usually is, like, a fruit involved. Okay. I highly doubt you're going to get a coffee sour. Well, that's the thing is like why don't you take it 
It, it tastes, tastes sour to you, but it tastes citrus, almost it, like a citrus to me. It, well, but I mean, it, it and it's a blonde sour. ale, so you're gonna get that kind of. Here's what. Here's another thing too. I looked under the under the can, and this uh, this was bottled I, I on one twelve eighteen, so it's over a year old. This okay. beer. What? Yeah, this beer. I is, asked for new beer. This ain't new. This is bottled a year ago. Canned a year ago. It's National Beer Can Day too today, but um, yeah. I mean, look. Should I drink it? I feel like I can't give a proper review if Why don't I have you go a dump, sour beer. Go dump that out. I'll tell the people my review. Go ahead. Because I don't pause when the music's on because that's hard to... Well, to, no, to, we're not. Don't do that. I'm going to tell everyone how I feel I, about should it. Should I dump this outside? Go to the slop sink. Go to the slop sink outside. We have a slop sink, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Yeah, break out. So, uh, it's, uh, this is this is odd. There is a haziest color to mine. It was about a... a about an inch or so ahead, like a finger or two ahead. Uh, there's a little bit of a, of a lacing going on. I don't know. Maybe his was just a very... I don't know. It's odd. So and there's a very smooth mouthfeel, and in the beginning, a very, very strong flavor of coffee, as uh, they've indicated on their website, of course. Um, it's, it's very lightly bitter, but there's a lot of sweetness going on here. Um... A good amount of uh, coffee flavor throughout, and a little bit of ale towards the end. Otherwise, you're getting mainly coffee and toasted grains. That's what's that's what's happening here, and that's pretty good for a, for an ale style uh, beer. So Dom now grabbed another one from the cooler. Yeah. So let me let me give this a, a try. Yeah. Maybe try to pour maybe more gently. I don't know. I did pour it faster towards the end as I was pouring it because I like to I give it a little, little head. Um. I I, I don't know. I don't know how trying. much more gentle I could get than this. No, you're doing fine. I mean, this... This one looks like it's getting cloudy, too. Well, mine you has... Beer. I mean, listen... It's cloud, it, it is so, a little cloudy. So, typically... I mean, realistically... Yeah. We want fresh beer, right? Mm-hmm. No matter how you look at it. That goes with anything. Look, this is cloudy again. Mine's a little cloudy. Let's see how it tastes, then. It's sour. You gotta be kidding me. Give me the, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Give me the beer. I shit you not, Dom. Yeah, yours is sour. What's happening? You can dub that out outside. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you another one. I mean, one. I'm dumb. This is not. This is weird. Before I go, how long? I mean, we want typically the freshest beer, right? Like, yeah, I already yeah. asked that. Yes. So, mm-hmm. how long can you wait to drink a beer? It doesn't say drink by date, right? I don't know. Because usually, like, to... if you see beers, it say Best Buy date sometimes. I think beer... Mostly on domesticated beers, I feel like. Domestic beers will, will say that. I feel like beer... And I, I, mean, I could be completely wrong about this, but I, 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 will, I will look into it because it's a good question. I feel like beer is like medicine. Medicine has an expiration date, but... Still... It still will work. It's just that it it's not It could be stronger, as, or it could be less. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think it ever stronger. I think it, it always scales back. You always know, scales it, back? Yeah, it always gets weaker over but time. But this tastes stronger. So let me go toss this. You toss that one. I'll, I'll try another one. We got two more to, to try. It's amazing how how this is actually happening right now. I mine didn't have the taste that his has. Mine has a nice dry, dryish, crisp, coffee noted taste. I mean, uh, it's it's fairly. Um, it's not that great, to be honest. Other than... I mean, it's not fresh, though, so we're probably not getting... I don't know, Dom. I mean, regardless of being... Here, I've try... never seen this can before, so that's kind of part of the reason why I picked it up. 
Yeah, see, I'm getting just a lot of coffee, and then... Yours tasted like what I thought it would taste like. But here's my question, too. If I drink a sour beer, can I get sick from it? No. So then I'm just going to drink this. I I like sour beer. And this is cloudy again! Let me try one of these. Let me see. I swear to God, if I get a good one... Oh, this is good. This is a good one? Yeah, this tastes... More like what it should. Still a little, little off. Well, hops are going to give you a citrusy flavor. That's true. Yeah, but that was like a sweet citrus. Hops are going to give you more of a bitter. Your beer straight up tasted like it was a sour beer. It didn't taste like a... Yours looks like a normal color. (laughs) Again. So is that all six? No, there's one more. Did you get the sour one? Yeah, I did. I got a sour (laughs) one. I don't so, get it. This one's this so one's tart. lightly sour. It's so tart. Maybe the beer turned. Maybe the beer's starting to turn in some way, I, shape, see, or form. See, I don't know enough about beer to make that that assumption or like that conclusion about it. I'm disappointed in myself because uh, I felt like I would maybe know more of what why about this is beer happening. And why, I mean, obviously, well, you've always heard something to research. You've always heard of the term skunked beer. Yeah, know? but usually you know skunk beer because it tastes like grass like straight dirt grass <laughs> this is this is a very mm. i mean i've had a skunk corona it tastes like pot this is just overall disappointing i'm gonna agree with you i i can't even to be honest with you i don't think i could even review this because every can i've opened tasted different <laughs> so far yeah and not in a pleasant way yeah you should maybe bring it up to holiday if, that uh, if if you would have told me that this was a sour beer, I'd be happy probably right now. I'm just like, alright, it's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. I think you should maybe tell Holiday about this. I can't show up with six empty cans be like, listen, I drank this beer, I want my money back. No, but I mean, at least tell them, let them know like, hey, you guys are having, you have shelved beer that's over a year old. Maybe I'll save one of these cans, stop by there. Well, no, because then they could be like, you just holding on to I'm it. not looking, no, 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 I'm, listen, I stopped in yesterday, I have my receipt. Yeah. I'm not looking for a refund. Just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. You got beer up here that not good. It's no good. It's not delicious. Just, so for the, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't expect it. To, it's rogue. Yeah. So I'm used to like the dead guy ale and all the stuff. You know, like that's, yeah, that's it's a little. It's like stronger, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So when I saw this, I was like, all right, cold brew. I was like, all right, maybe it'd be a little gimmicky, but it, it, it'll probably be good. Yeah. Plus, no. they said it says revolutionary blend. I mean, I, I think that's the blend of like the that, coffee though. that they used. Um, from is that the, what it said on the website? No, but I mean, they're using uh, a, a, what seems to be like a mom-and-pop coffee place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for me, um, whenever I'm approached with a beer like this, I kind of am brought back to when Eric was on the show and we did the uh, Ben & Jerry's cookie dough from Fat Tire, their Blonde Ale. Fat which Tire made that? Fat Tire made the Ben & Jerry's cookie dough Blonde Ale. And it was fantastic because that sounds great. It tasted in the front. It tasted just like cookie dough, and then as it, time went on, the flavor dissipated into a, a real, tr- honest, true blonde ale. Very delicious beer. So, you, um, what do you mean? Like you, you, you like palate got used to it? The cookie dough taste? No, no the, the it was, sweetness. It was one of the most memorable beers that I've had because when you, <clears throat> even when you smelt the beer, it smelled mm-hmm. like a chocolate chip cookie. I love Fat Tire. Right? And Fat Tire is a great, great brewery. I think they're great. So then we, we, when you sip that beer, it's so funny. Like, we're, we're we're reviewing the Rogue Cold Brew 2.0. Yeah. 
I'm talking I, about Lemurs. And we're talking about a different beer. Okay. <laughs> so let that be a yeah, moniker. Yeah, let that, let that the, sink in a little bit. You know, um, this beer, um, if it has gone bad, uh, then Rogue, we're sorry. Maybe uh, if I email you guys, maybe you could send us a fresh batch. I'm going to um, think this is the batch date. This can't be like a drink by date. Yeah. I mean, if it if it, even if, if that's a drink by date, then then it's really old. That's but like even if it's old. a but Dom, and even if it's a batch date, it's a year ago that this beer was bottled or canned. Some rather. some beers though, like um, mm-hmm. I know Dogfish had like their ninety minute, one twenty minute. Yeah. actually says the longer you leave it shelf, the better it'll be. Sure. I mean, well, that's also that's another. Uh, conversation where you're talking about cellaring beer and mm-hmm. how long you could let it sit and stuff like that. It all de- it all depends on that alcohol by volume. But um, when you weren't you have obviously you haven't been listening to the show either. But um, a couple weeks ago, last week or the week before, two weeks ago, yeah. Um, there's a new beer crate. I can't believe we're just talking about. You know, what? I'm just gonna let's give a rating and then we'll talk maybe about uh, the rest. This beer is completely just not memorable to me. Uh, there's nothing about this beer that stands out other than, wow, I really taste coffee, and then it just fades away. Um, it's almost like I'm just drinking a carbonated coffee drink. It's like I'm having a Manhattan Special without the sugar. <laughs> and um, then, for me, I mean, if we're going to use Rob's moniker of reviewing beer, I want to taste beer. And I do agree with him in that now, that I'm, like, you know, as I'm going along with this show and how, how it is. I want to taste sense. the beer. I, I do want to nah, taste the yeah. beer. Here, not only don't I taste the beer, but the beer may have turned. So that's the second time this has happened to me in the last couple weeks, and it's so disappointing. Really? I look forward to doing this show, and it's a fun time. You're here, which is really, really cool. I get to have a guest down here, and this is the result that we get. Uh, you did bring it, so that all in itself <laughs> is uh, an excuse. Well, but I give this a 3 out of 10. Okay. Because um, I'm going to drink be, I'll be quick with the, with the rating on this, but... I mean, I'm not going to say the experience of this beer isn't memorable because I'm definitely going to remember this now. Oh, yeah. This okay, is... this is definitely something that threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. But after actually drinking the beer, tasting yours, and tasting three other ones, yeah, this yeah, we, sucks. We've been trying. Uh, I'm not even going to try and sugarcoat this one. We're um, trying to give it a fair shake, this beer. I, I like your Manhattan Special reference. Yeah, right? It's like drinking a yellow Manhattan Special Without diet. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, just picture that. I also, I, I mean, I do like Manhattan Special. I would rather a Manhattan you know, Special. I enjoy them. I, I like them. I'd but, rather uh, have one. I, I would stay away from this one, and I'm just gonna. I'll just agree with you on a three. I don't want to be three. too super harsh because hey, we didn't get to actually try. We didn't get to actually try the beer for what it should have been. Yeah, I do. I'll, think- I'll give that. That's where I'll give the three. I do think that this beer. If it was meant to be like this, well, it- shit. Then fuck them. That was yeah. horrible. No, this beer was probably a lot better when it was in its prime, mm-hmm. but this has this has turned like this. This beer is towards the end of its shelf life. Like for example, we have these bottles of wine that my father bought in like 1993. Okay, that are from 1988. And this guy he hasn't opened them. Well, no, he. This is the crazy thing. Right, the guy. Um, it's probably vinegar by now. He had he had like three crates of it. Right? Okay, because this dude at the stock exchange told him that this would be a good investment. So Junior just bought them. Right. Brought three crates of them at at its peak. Oh, Junior! At its peak, they were seven hundred and ninety dollars a bottle. Holy shit! And you want to know what Junior was doing with them? Giving them away at Thanksgiving every year. 
<laughs> to family members. He's like, here you go. This is wine. <laughs> Why? Because he didn't know anything about wine. Well, did you still have any? Yeah, we got one. We got a couple left, What's but they're it? starting. They're, they they're way past their prime now. But they're probably like vinegar, honestly. No, not. they're not. They're very. They're not like vinegar. If they're not kept properly, they turn like it's that. been down here. So it's been kept. It's probably well. loaded with sediment too. It, no, it's really not. Really? The cork is tough right now. You will break the cork trying to open it. Uh-huh. But we try to have it every Thanksgiving now just to just to get rid of them, you know? <laughs> That's but great. Right now they're worth about uh, $89 or $100 a bottle, even though it's past its prime. So they were worth good, almost $800. A bottle. And he had three crates of them. And just didn't know what to, had no idea what he was sitting on. Mm-mm. How mm-hmm. many were in a crate? Like 12? I think it's 9 or 12 in a crate. Okay. That would have been a nice turnaround. I wonder what he paid for them. I don't know, but all I know is that the guy just gave him away because he's a eh. dope. You know, he's a he's a he's a great. I mean, let me not say he he's can't. A, he Jesus he couldn't have spent that much on the wine. I don't think he did because to just hand them away. I mean, granted, it's your family, but no, he handed them away because he didn't know what he was what he had. But that's what I'm saying. How much could he have spent? Because if he would have spent. Two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, probably would have been a little bit. Yeah, he'd be like, "All right, well, this has to be something." Somebody said it's an investment. He said it might be a good investment, <laughs> and it kind of, that guy was right. Yeah, if he would have sold guy. it at the at the, the you know the other fond peak. memory I have of my father when I was younger was um he used to get a lot of gifts for hmm. for making people money like this right here, this is from Vegas the slot machine, all this stuff. But he that's had one, one of those machines you put in the uh, ball that you put real money in. Oh, but that's a that's a they pay you out. That is a uh, from Vegas, that slot machine. Oh Vegas. shit, that's like real. Yeah, it's Vegas. And uh, what you would call it? He uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> Vegas. This one guy got my dad like a year supply of Sapporo beer. Oh, I thought you were saying like <laughs> hookers. No, like the chicken at the mall. No, that's Sarku. Oh shit. Yeah. So he would have like I remember like one summer like every weekend the people were coming over he was he had these like ninja cans of beer that he would be handing out to people it was just so much fun yeah be careful with that all right so here we are we're having a pretty subpar beer uh, you know what are you gonna do and now we can move on to the part of the show where we just have a little bit of a chit chat with each other all right which is good. gonna be interesting because uh, I have had no one to talk to for a couple of weeks not that I didn't have people lined up to be on the show there was a lot of people. That wanted that seat. It's true. There Dom, was, I can't tell if you're patronizing serious. me. Or... No, 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 I'm not. It's just that uh, I, I, I had no intention of having you here tonight. Well, I just wanted to see what you were doing tonight, not realizing it was Thursday because I've had mm. off the past couple of days. Yeah. So it's unusual a, to me because I'm uh, always working. I was in the bathroom at work. I was just finishing mm-hmm. my uh, business. Getting paid. And this guy texts me Malaga. And I'm <laughs> I like, said something like yeah. that. <laughs> and I was like, hey, what's up? No, I said, you said something gibberish, and I said, hey, and you responded with, hey, and then I, nothing. Well, I, I mean, I kind of, I felt like you got offended by the gibberish I threw your way. No, so then I said, what's I up? I got a hey after throwing, you know, a hark yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, what's up? And then you were like, nothing. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that conversation did not take off right away. I mean, you, you, you're pretty inept. We, we've already been through that. But then, he, then he's like, what are you doing after work? And I said, uh, I'm doing the podcast, duh. I was like, you you want to do? <laughs> the conversation, if you yeah. read it back verbatim... It's not good. People it, would be like, what? Yeah. But here you are. And uh, I showed Dom that I have like a little bit of a itinerary that I do for the show. 
And uh, I had written out everything that I was going to maybe talk about during the show uh, by myself, but now I got someone to chit chat with. So, Dom, we survived the snowpocalypse then together. That oh yeah, the bomb cyclones and, and all yeah. that. Well, we've actually survived that together, but this this particular snowpocalypse. What do you mean together? They were saying bomb cyclones. Mm. I heard bomb cyclone. I didn't hear bomb cyclone. I don't know what the fuck that is. But, but I want to just take that. I want to take this opportunity to collectively thank all of the weathermen that participated in this year's dud. Uh, Lonnie Quinn, Sam Champion, uh, <laughs> Lonnie Quinn, all of our, all of our Fucking you know hack. even that weasel guy from Fox. You ever see that guy? He's got a weaselly nose face. The gay guy. No, no, no. That's that was um. No, who was that? He doesn't do it anymore. He retired. Older guy. I don't know. He said retired. I went older. Older dash. Anyway, but here we are. We survived it. But now here's here's the, here's literally the, nothing happened. The, two things I want to get to before we really start chit chatting. All right, go ahead. a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. there was this thing called. There's a new IPA out. I'm in on the beer news now, Dom. I gotta be. I run a beer, beer news. Show. I love it. I do a beer show. I gotta be I on like the beer it. news. So yeah. there's this something that was coming out. Uh, it's actually I'm late to this party, but it's still new. All right, it's I'm called here. the uh, the Brute IPA. Brute IPA. Brute IPA. Have you heard of Brut before? I, I feel like I have. Yeah, so Brut in terms of, like, champagne, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Brut. Excuse me. I'm not... Just B-R-U-T. Yeah. Brut. Do I have to say it like that? Um. Do You do I, You said Brut like... Uh, brut. Like brut. you're a Brut. Thank you. <laughs> Just put an E at the end of it, and then you have me. So, yeah. so Brut IPA was, uh, was a latest craze. So what had happened was this... Did you just hit yourself in the eye? Anyway, the recoil in the cup just got the me back recoil now. did get you pretty good. This uh, this this brewer out in I think Colorado or California or something like that was brewing IPAs, and he used a specific yeast strain for brewing stouts because it takes away some of the sweetness that's in the uh, the malts. And um, he said, "What am I gonna? What would happen if I put this yeast strain with an IPA?" Mm-hmm. And what it did was it created a Bone. It was considered a bone dry IPA, and it was like I think the the same yeast strain that they use in in fermenting champagne. Okay. So um, it became known as the Brute IPA, and the uh-huh. reason I bring that up is because when I was in Beverage Island, uh, Stone Brewing Company out of California, mm-hmm. they have a series called the Enjoy By series. Yeah, so, I, I've actually had a few of those. So what happens is the the it'll tell you whatever type of beer it is if it's an IPA or whatever. It's usually a pale it's usually, ale. It usually is, yeah. Usually pale ale, and they'll have on there a date. So this one was one one nineteen, which meant that if you are at a distributor, say like Holiday or Beverage Island or anywhere, and you see, let's say it's it's you know obviously January twenty fourth mm-hmm. right now twenty fifth when people hear this. And you see one one nineteen. If you contact them, they come to the place, or they send a representative to the the distributor, and will take the beer off the shelves because they do not want people having beer past. that is past that the, day, yeah. the, the the what they say is the prime time for delicious beer. So I was off by I think fifteen or sixteen days for the brute IPA or the brute IPA as you said. <laughs> And I was expecting a bone dry IPA. I did not get that. You know, it was just a. It was just. A, it was a nice experience. So wait, this, was, this was from Stone. Mm-hmm. So Stone made this this uh, no, no, champagne no. thing. The champagne beer is Miller. Miller High Life. That's the champagne. That's of beers. the champagne of beers. Yeah, the brewed IPA uh, was discovered and brewed by some yeah, by a brewery guy, by a random guy, yeah. and now it's kind of like caught fire okay. throughout breweries. And like the the interesting and cool thing about this particular strain or type of IPA, yeah, it's like they're trying to 
find the best ingredients to make it the best kind of stone dry IPA. I mean, bone dry IPA. A really. lot of IPAs, though, like yeah. true IPAs, mm-hmm. are typically dry. Yeah, they do have a dry quality to them. That that's, is true. That's, wh- that's why I personally always liked IPAs. I, yeah, well, well, that was like what if, I was excited even, about. Even when I drink wine, like I have like a Sauvignon Blanc, I'll, I'll drink that because it's usually it's a drier wine. Yeah. No, you're like right. Stuff like that, and, and even even with champagne, a brute like Corbel, like those the, yeah. those kind of things, the brute. That's usually what you go for. You want the dryness of it. Well, that's what I, I, I was excited. I thought. Going into it, I was going to have a much drier IPA than I may have had. So, uh, what would it taste like? It, it, well, it tasted like a nice, very tropical flavored IPA. It was okay. nice. It was a very decent IPA, but it wasn't as dry as their just regular stone IPA. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. It, it wasn't as dry as that. You're looking for that 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 bitterness, that shocking bitterness mm-hmm. that IPAs can give you. And then you also want to have that dry quality, and then that beer didn't have it. And I, and I was very disappointed because... Yeah, it, it sounds it like was, that's going to be the pinnacle of it. Like. Yeah, I was waiting for... I mean, especially Stone. Yeah. And no disrespect to Stone, because I really enjoy who they are as, as a brewer. Oh, I love them. You know? They're very, I very actually, vocal. I was looking at a Stone besides this. I'm trying to remember what the name of it was. Yeah. But it was something, something different. They put out a lot of great beer... And they're very vocal about the craft beer community and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it's really a shame that uh, that that brewed IPA didn't live up to what I thought it was yeah, going to expected. be because you know, you're you're down. reading it. But but the thing is another thing too. You're you're reading an article about that's that guy's take on it. You know yeah. that it's a bone dry IPA and this is what this guy said that he made. You you know what's funny is like I went into Holiday Beverage before, and the guy asked me if I wanted help. I said no, I'm just I'm just browsing. Then yeah. I decided. I haven't looked at these things in a long time. Yeah. Went back over to him. I said, listen, what do you got that's new? First thing he shows me is the stone beer I'm talking about. He goes, yeah, this was released last year, but it's, you know, kind of new. Yeah. And I looked at him like... That's not rather... That's, that's, not, not, that's, that's not like, bad. what do you mean a year ago? I was like... Not very new. That's not really new. He's no. like, oh, well, it kind of is. I was like, I don't know. I think I've even had this, you know, some somewhere along the line. And then he pointed out like a couple things. He didn't even point. He put. He, he actually. This is one of them. I asked him. I was like, "Oh, what about this rogue? I'd never seen this rogue can before." Neither. Neither I really. You know. That's why. And, and rogue stone. Like I wanted something like that. Something I'm familiar with. And yeah. He pointed this out. He's like, "Oh yeah, it's really good. It's a Blondale coffee taste, whatever." And then he mentioned. And then I was like, "All right." I picked out that six pack. And I said, "Listen, me and my friend want a, a little beer, something before we do a show. Mm-hmm. Chill out." And he pointed out the Daisy Cutter. He's like, Which oh, is this, really is, good. this is my favorite beer in the whole place. I was like, all right. Give it, it was, me. I'll I, give it a shot. I gave it some very high marks when I had it on the show a couple really weeks ago. It was really In fact, I can't wait to finish this so I can have the other yeah, one. Yeah, I, I piled in on this one so I could have the other, <laughs> the other one there. I'm trying to get through this so I can yeah. have that last can. The Daisy. There's two more in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One each. Yeah. Yeah, there's you know, one each first. Worked out. Worked yeah, out well. Worked out very well. But um, the interesting thing about um, this particular beer is that it's just... I had high hopes when you took it out because I'm not into those like those cold brew coffee beers and stuff like that I've had I've had I mean like I like cold brew coffee yeah gets you know gives you a little pep in a step but uh I just figured you know something different I just thought hey something different and it's Rogue yeah Rogue's a good place Rogue Dead Guy Ale is one of my top five favorite beers that's right so um before uh the last episode, right? Yeah, uh, was the the uh, wow was before the snowpocalypse was coming, and my plan was, and I told this to all my listeners, that um, before Rob left, right, he yeah. went to Beverage Island one last time, and Manny, who's who's one of the owners there, great guy, 
Really, really fantastic fella. I gotta, I gotta get over there. It's on Richmond Rich Terrace, right? Yeah, you should maybe get back into the craft beer scene, man. It's fantastic. <laughs> right now is a really good time. Really good time to be uh, to be a part but and to be participating. It's not too uh, diluted, like too flooded. No, like. man. There's there's New England style IPAs are Actually, huge for right the now. Consumer, Have you had a New England style IPA yet? No. There you go, man. But I'm telling I you, I used to live in New England for six years. This is this is a relatively new thing. I want to know what makes it a style. It, that's that's another thing that's up for debate. Is it actually a style or is it just a variation of what is an IPA? There are some places that are saying that it has been officially accepted as a style of IPA, but uh, it's called is the it, Juice Bomb. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, let me ask you this. If it's a New England style IPA, is it, an, is it considered an, an EPA, like a NEPA? NEPA? A NEPA? Like how there's a, an APA, American Pale Ale? Well, that's another thing that's up for debate. You know is it, I mean? it, they're saying is it a, just a variation of an American Pale Ale? Do you call it an APA? Well, the difference between EAPA, uh, India Pale Ale and American Pale Ale is that the American Pale Ale typically have a shit ton of malt in them. I don't know. I don't know how to uh, react to that. You may be right. You may be wrong. I don't I'm know. Pretty I don't sure ha- that's what well, it I don't is. have all the answers, Tom. I don't I know. I used to be into this. Thing, no, I believe you. you no, know, about but, uh, you should, seventy-two weeks ago. You should. Yeah, you should come back <laughs> around because it's a really good time. There's a lot of great beers out there, and they're all fantastic. But the the thing that I was telling all of my listeners uh, last week, before the snowpocalypse, was when uh, when Rob went to Beverage Island for the last time. Mm-hmm. He told Manny that he was going away. He was moving to Australia. He was never coming back. And because um, I don't believe he's ever coming back, and uh, Manny was like, "Wow, man, you know, you've been really awesome and stuff." He because like we know these guys, you know, we go in there all the time. Excuse me, let me just have a sip of this. Mm, go ahead, yeah, get in there. Oh, what's more than a sip? Got to power through it, man. Yeah, you gotta just. Get you gotta just. You just gotta I'm find gonna, your I'm way. Gonna, you gotta. You gotta fight through the wave. I'm gonna do that. Wait so he goes, "Hang on, let me give you. Let me give you a little something before uh, Jesus. Before you go." And he gave him a 2017 uh, Bourbon, uh, Goose Island uh, Bourbon uh, County. Is it Bourbon County Barrel Age? It's, yeah, it's, it, that's like top five on. Uh, yeah, it's a serious beer. That's a, it's no joke, that beer. And his it comes a in 20, the bigger bottles. Yeah, too, like his was the 20, 2017 vintage, which uh, uh, I got an email from a listener because I had asked the people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, should I wait or should I drink it? And uh, I think his name was Dan. <laughs> Shout out to Dan. Uh, he said you should drink it now because it's actually it's absolutely drinking fantastic right now. Just go for it and Did enjoy you? it. I didn't because I wanted this. I but said, where is it? It's upstairs in the apartment. I I said to. Well, I think this is calls for celebration. I'm not. I'm not getting it. Are you shitting me? Well, I mean, <laughs> like at some point. No, I'm not going to get it for you. <laughs> not for me. Just shut up. For you, I'll watch. You want to watch? And smell it. That's odd. But um, I wanted to I wanted <laughs> to have it during the the snowpocalypse, being snowed in, freezing outside. Well, what happened? I mean, snowpocalypse open. came and gone. Yeah, I gotta wait for another one. I gotta wait for some snow. <laughs> I don't want to drink that that beer unless there's snow on the ground. You what understand? Yeah, I think my chair broke. Mm. I don't want to drink uh, any beer in, in case in case unless yeah, there's snow uh, there. Uh, listen. I was at my grandmother's down in Jersey, and I was looking mm. at the, the the weather app on my phone. Yeah, I even looked at the radar. Half the country was colored in yeah. by this whatever the fuck, apocalypse, storm, whatever they want to call it. Yeah. It was there. And nothing, literally. It completely missed us. We, it, it didn't even rain. Like New it, Jersey, drizzled, it drizzled for about an hour. The state of New Jersey declared an emergency. Yeah, I know. Statewide emergency. And yeah. nothing happened. I feel like... But this is what happened. Let's hear it. The New England Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. Now, I don't, I, th- th- listen, I might burn a lot of bridges here today. Like, I might get some people upset. 
because yeah. I know a lot of people that like the Jets, and I know a lot of people that hate the Patriots. Are you in support of this team? There is no grand conspiracy contrived by the NFL to make sure that the Patriots go to the Super Bowl. No, it's definitely not. Okay, this is has nothing but, to do with the NFL. But, but this has is to do with Belichick. The, oh, go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's what? hear what, what is the it? The guy has been caught cheating multiple times. He got caught cheating once. And Al Davis said, Once? "If you ain't if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying." Spygate, right? Spygate, Deflategate. Deflategate never, nothing oh, ever came. Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Give me a break, and not, nothing ever came. Deflategate. Well, gets hushed under the fucking table. Robert Kraft, multi-billionaire. He's got a pocket <laughs> fat enough to feed the fucking whales. Listen, and shut uh, them up. Who are the? Why are there whales <laughs> clamoring to to? We go to whale. You know the whale. Look at you, the guys with the fucking money, man. Listen, the it's, it has nothing to do with that. They're oh, all all the break. NFL owners are rich. What gives okay? you the right to yeah. say that you could choose what a conspiracy answer is or not? But because, well, let's use the latest one, for example, right? Uh, I don't know what the latest one is. Well, I'm going to tell you what the latest one oh, is. Well, I think you are. So the, they obviously beat the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. fair and square to go to the Super Bowl. What had happened was, and this is the conspiracy, apparently the, the head referee, I think his name was like like Chase Blackburn who played for the Giants. <laughs> Chase Blackburn is the, yeah, it was great. He actually coaches for the uh, the Panthers right now. But anyway, so Chase Blackburn is the the uh, head referee there, right? Apparently, um he goes up to Tom Brady. This is the conspiracy theory, by the way. I got to hear okay? it. I got to hear it. And it's on film too. This is the best part. It's on film. Uh, apparently, he goes up to Tom Brady on this fourth down, I think it's like fourth and eleven or some weird shit like that. Or you know, it was fourth and fourth and three, something, something it was crazy. A decent right? amount. It's fourth fourth three, down, fourth and four, yeah. Right? So uh, the the referee goes up to Tom Brady and goes, "Don't worry, I got your back." This is what he says, allegedly, right? Allegedly, you said it's on Alleg- film. It's on film that he says, "Don't worry, I got your back," right? So then Tom Brady just nods or whatever, and go into the go, the huddle breaks up. They go into the formation. You know, set hike. Offside. No, he throws the ball. Interception. Arrowhead Stadium's gone berserk because the Chiefs are going oh, to the Super this, Bowl. This is on the, for, the first the, the it's goal? On the, it's a fourth down. No, it's the fourth down. So then, then a flag comes out, and the guy goes offsides on the defense. Patriots ball, whatever, you know. right? And then the Patriots drive down the field. Rex Burkhead gets the two-yard touchdown. You know, game over. So here's 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 how stupid this conspiracy theory is, right? The play before the game, the play before that, uh-huh. Tom Brady threw the ball to Chris Hogan, and it was a complete pass in bounds, where the Patriots took a timeout, right? Tom Brady was like, "Oh, what?" When they gave the timeout back, they gave the timeout back because it was an incomplete pass. That's he goes, sick. He goes, "Don't worry, I got you back." It's not sick. It's the rules. That's not the rules. You don't just give away timeouts. I'm you sorry. don't just give them back. So then, wait, why are we on the same page? So, what do you mean? He, he they, they well, oh, wait, wait, why wait. are, are they we trying... disagreeing, agreeing with each other? I don't know. You don't. You, you Can don't, I have the other you, beer? You cannot take away. <laughs> you can't take a timeout away from someone who didn't have any right. Oh to no, use yeah, it. that that's fine. Right. So that's why he said, "I've got your back." Because he gave him the timeout back. I think he should have said nothing at all. So now here's Who the... the fuck is he to say oh, something Jesus. like that? Here's the best part. Here's the best part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The offsides, which apparently never happened. The player is... He's not even lined up in the neutral zone. His hand is past the neutral zone on the other side oh, of the yeah. field. Yeah. No, that was uh, D Ford, right? 
Oh, I don't know who it was, but that was the call. Yeah, the guy was lined up in the neutral zone. Now, the, it was the, a neutral zone infraction. It wasn't offside. No, neutral zone infraction. I read the rules today because I wanted to make sure I had yeah, all the it, details. If you're lined up over the line of scrimmage, it's a it's a penalty. It, it could be offsides or but he neutral was zone he was way over. Like he yeah. wasn't even like. But that was the that was the controversy. Should, like, say this is the line. His hand was here. He was at least a foot and a half over. I understand what you're saying, but that was the controversy, Dom. They were saying that that guy was not all sides, that there was no one yeah, all that's sides. That's just a. That's, that's not a conspiracy, all right? It is absolutely a conspiracy because people are saying that the Chiefs were robbed. You know who was robbed, though? The New, the New Orleans Saints were robbed. I'll tell you what we were robbed of is that that beer really sucked before. This is so much better. I know, it is a lot better. It really is true. Um, the so Saints. So, before we get to the Saints, I will say this, okay? Mm hmm. I will give you the spy gate. The spy gate happened, okay? And, 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 and what was spy gate to you? They filmed... No, this is what it was. They were filming practices. <laughs> they filmed the Jets practicing in like 2002 or something mm, like that. Or yeah, 2004 or something. And... Uh, yeah, what about nine out of ten opponents that came into Gillette Stadium had problems with their headsets and their microphones and their everything else? Okay, that, communication. That, that, if anything, that is actually a conspiracy theory because you're saying like, uh, what about the uh, people who saw smoke from the grassy knoll over here? You know, and the the All bob, right, let's, the Babagadushi. This isn't a grassy knoll. I'll say this. Come on, come on. Put put all that shit aside. Conspiracies or not, cheating or not. Okay. Tom Brady, Belichick. They're the goat. They're the best. They are the best to ever do so it look, I will give in you, the NFL. I will give you Spygate because they got caught. And guess what? They paid dearly for that. They paid a lot of money, and they had to surrender their first-round draft pick. Which they I still want a Super Bowl. I understand that, but like you, they, I'll okay, pay so a first-round draft pick for a Super Bowl. So, any day. so what would be a proper punishment for for them then? If if not what they would give him? Give Tom Brady the chair. The what? <laughs> the electric chair? <laughs> yeah. You had that, but then you have, like, because I looked up, what are the conspiracy theories, right? The tuck rule, right? It wasn't made up that on the spot. That was made for Tom Brady, It was though. not made up on the spot. No, it was no, in no, no, the no. rule book. But it was, a, it was already a rule. Listen. It's already a rule. Goat. He is the goat. It's already a rule. Tom Brady, then, listen, um, Cheating or not, though, Tom Brady has to perform on the field. All of them do. He the whole football team has to. perform on the field. The and, whole football team. and here's the thing about Belichick. His team... Outside of Tom Brady, Gronkowski, and a couple other household names, who Wait, the who that? fuck does he actually have on that team? Yeah, he, he listen year in and year out, he cleans up his fucking roster and basically resets it. This year, however, I think I saw on ESPN, uh, they have 32 men on roster that have Super Bowl experience. What's well, I mean, the shock there? They've been there for the past fucking 15 years. The the true the true um, reason that the Chiefs lost is that uh, they couldn't stop the run game at all. Sony Michelle. Yeah, but that's like not that's not to be surprised about. I mean, you're looking at a, a great, they didn't plan for Listen, the for the for the run game all year for the first half of the year. The Chiefs were like the dead last defense. Okay, yeah. they were they were almost dead last. D Ford came back. Eric Berry came back, but Eric Berry had a couple of pretty bad penalties that game. Yeah, he did. No, they were they were they were also penalized quite a bit. But here's here's another thing, right? That I writ, that I wrote down real quick. So, right, the tuck the tuck rule not made up on the spot. It, it was a rule. Yeah. Everyone made it seem like Tom Brady had the rule the rule made for him. Not true. And then um, it wasn't made for him. That's like saying fucking Marshall Jordan Falk. With that shit. Marshall Falk accused the Patriots of spying on the Rams. And this was his quote at the time. Ready? Uh, it's either the best coaching in the world, or you had to seen it and knew what we would do. 
Guess what, Marshall Falk? Bill Belichick and company are the best football minds that of of the la- of my whole lifetime. It's right? true. Not maybe not my I, whole life, but, but my though, generation for sure. Is how he went to the Patriots into this. I mean, he, he had a, a short stint with the Browns, did nothing. Well, he's like two and eleven or something. But the Browns, when he got fired, I think. The helpless. No, oh, that's neither here nor there. But listen, no one likes to lose. But some of this stuff is just literally pure nonsense. Okay, if you can't listen. sit there, if you can't sit there and admit that Bill Belichick and company are just the absolute best when it comes to being a football mind. It's more of a, an annoyance, I feel like, to general fans. Anybody that's not a Patriots fan is just annoyed by it because they have a friend that is a Patriots fan who's always glamoring and gloating about the fact that their team in the fucking finals or, or the Super Bowl well, all the time. Well, guess what? Like, they have every right to clamor and glamour. Because I stop dropping whatever it is I'm pl- and leave it alone. Uh. These people deserve it. They deserve it, man. I mean, if the Giants were in this playoffs and Super Bowl every other year, wouldn't you be fucking ecstatic? Well, listen, I'll you say have this. to really hold on to that as a fan because you never know when D- it's going to happen again. Dumb. As a Giants fan, yeah, and as you being a Giants fan as well, mm-hmm. and we lived through it, we are the the Patriots kryptonite. Well, except last year, right? Didn't uh... well, it don't matter. Tom Tom Coughlin really was the the kryptonite, but we beat them twice in the Super Bowl. We ended an eighteen and zero performance from them. It's true. Okay. That's true. I have no problem with the Patriots because we beat them twice. Well, I mean, the the thing about the the thing that I think about when when that comes to mind, um it's not so much that we beat them blah blah blah. I think what happened was I really think that football is a type of game where you you need to have you need to have everyone on the same page and you need to be executing your game plans and everything like that. You have to do your job and you have to be perfect. Of course. Especially Bill, in a Super Bowl. Bill Belichick, being in the playoffs as many times as been in the playoffs, and being in the Super Bowl as many times as been in the Super Bowls, it's not him cheating. He obviously is is in tune and has found the perfect system or some or something close to it to get his teams to be on that page. Yeah. Excuse me, on that page and and able to perform in such a way that they could get to the Super Bowl. There's another thing that they were saying. They were like, oh, they were using these crazy format like uh, Harbaugh. Was complaining that they were using these crazy formations and stuff like that. What is that? Bill was Belichick were they legal? Went, yes, Bill Man, Belichick. What went, the fuck is the difference? Bill Belichick like went to the rule book and read like that like the tight end can he check uses in. Is it? every mm. advantage he can get? Yeah, it's smart. There is nothing wrong with that. That he takes out the time to do it. It's a smart thing. I am, I'm listen. I I really don't hate on them. And I actually just had this conversation recently with my father. I was like, listen. I was like, I, I think it's time we have to actually say that the best. They are the best. Okay, whether whether or not people want to admit it, people want to call him cheating, whatever. He used everything he can to his advantage. So be it. But it was within the rules, except it's, for when it, he cheated. It, listen, the Spygate thing, the recording of practices, the tapping into the sound and all that shit, and, and being yeah, able to wrong. read the plays. That's cold fucking. It's cheating. bush league. It's bush it's league bullshit. But but. But the thing is, it's but like year in and year out, Tom. Of course, they're they're very good at what they do, and it has to be infuriating to people who are always having to face those teams. Well, imagine being the Jets or the Dolphins. Eh. I mean, you know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a little bit of a break right now. And we'll be right right back in a second.
Thank you, one and all. Thank you so much for listening to Three Beers In. Uh, episode 126, I think. If I'm not mistaken. Really happy that Dom could join us as a very special guest. Thank you. Thank you for showing up. Um, special shout out to the only person that liked us on Facebook this week, which was Don Petrovich. And I think Melinda McLinden. I also want to thank uh, everyone who interacted on the on the photographs that we put out on there. Uh, especially you, David. Really, really happy that you were able to comment on what we were having. And um, really, really excited that everyone is utilizing our website, www.3beersin.com, where you can contact us on the Contact Us tab. Thank you for listening. And we really, really appreciate you guys, one and all. You're the reason that I still come down here and do this without Rob, all alone, (laughs) as a lonely person. But either way, I have a good time. No, it's good, man. I'm having a great time with you being here. I'm glad you're still doing it, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like I said, I want to. I'm gonna continue doing this until at least I have uh, 365. Did you hear that? That wasn't you. Did the sound cut out? No. I think, what, I think you faded out a little strong. Oh, all right. Anyway, uh, I said I wanted to do this until there was 365 episodes of Three Beers In to have 365 days of Three Beers In. That's 365 beers. It's still a long way to go. Yeah, I got a while to go. But anyway, this is really, really cool. We have not one, not two, but three emails this week uh, at threebeersin.com. You can contact us. And ever since we had a contact us tab, mm-hmm. the emails have been rolling in. You know... Which Just is an the, idea here. Yeah, go okay, ahead. maybe maybe somebody could give us a. They could. Uh, how about the the listeners give us a little bit of an input on this as well? Maybe how about like a little bit of a, like a mailbag thing. A mailbag during the episodes, like somebody sends us a question, like, "Hey, you know, well, I've had this beer before. Maybe you want to give this a try." Yeah, and we go out and we maybe get that beer. And we yeah, could, no. Yeah, that's we true. We can review it. No, you know? no, no, I get that. Or if, like, a beer we've had already, like, hey, what did you think about you know this, like, or something hmm. like further in detail? No, I understand. That's uh, that's something that is you know something that we could we could look into. But uh, these are what we got this week, right? Uh, this one's from Rob from Australia, which <laughs> <laughs> I, I had. If it's the same guy. I don't know. I had the Daisy Cutter because I saw it on tap at my local watering hole. It sucked. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> this is, is that is that actually him? This is no. I don't think it's him because the email literally says this is not real at gmail.com. But um. Two things I want to say here. It's a bit ironic that we're drinking Daisy Cutter right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's also a bit ironic that if this is Rob, mm-hmm. I highly doubt he has Daisy Cutter out in Australia. and Or internet access. Okay, or internet access. And if it's not any of those things, this is the first troll email we've gotten, which means you're on the map. Wait, first what? Troll email. Okay. So I think we have been trolled. Okay. Because could I have predicted... There's anyone who might think that we're bullshitting the emails, could I have predicted that you would have shown up with Daisy Cutter tonight? No, no fucking way. Yeah, because you just showed up with Daisy Cutter. I, I was excited about it, too. And so am the I. The way I presented it to you, and then so. you looked at me and go, I tried this already. We yeah. already reviewed it. I said, okay, that's not the one we're reviewing. Then yeah. I showed you other beer review, and then... <laughs> you were a little nervous that, that, yeah. that I did review that, too, but we didn't. So, if this is Rob from Australia, the Rob that I know, I love you still, man. If this is a different Rob from Australia, fuck you, dude. Okay? And if you're not Two Rob... Two in the air, just let you know. If, you, if you're not Rob at all, and you're just some dude trolling me, yeah, good for you. But um, maybe you should get a different hobby. Anyway, I feel like Mike Francesca. 
<laughs> very good for you to do that. Okay, here we have another one. This one's from Hamsterdam. The name of the person is Hamsterdam. Okay. Okay. And Hamsterdam writes to Three Beers In, I'm just getting into craft beer. So far, I've been leaning toward darker beers. Okay. I've tried Backwoods Bastard from Founders, uh, the Temptress from Lakewood, and Left Hand... Left Hands, Milk, Stout, Nitro, and I loved all three. That, but that the, Left Hands really good. It is good. The, but the Voodoo Ranger IPA I tried was just dot, 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 gross. That's Rogue too, isn't it? Uh, no, that's New Belgium, the Voodoo Ranger. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I like, I'd like to kind of branch out and try everything, and I don't want to turn my nose up at IPAs after one go. What's a good IPA to start with? How should I be drinking them, and at what temperature? This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mail deck. This is Dumb. perfect. You're it's, doing it already. It, I, it's here. It, Dumb. Is, it's, yeah, I, I mean, I just... I, I got an email here, and I'm going to read it. He's asking us the question. Hamsterdam. Let's both make a suggestion to this guy. First of all, Hamsterdam, I think your your name is pretty fucking awful. I mean, not awful. Awesome. I meant to say awesome. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hamsterdam. Love the name. Wow, that was um, like... Uh... Was okay. it a Freudian slip? Or, yeah, really. Like what was name? that? <laughs> I like your name there. So, okay. So, when you say darker beers, are are you? Do you really mean like IPAs, or do you mean darker Stouts. beers? Stouts. The thing is, like, the color of beer is really sometimes moot. Like, you have Korstritzer, which it, is it, a... You wouldn't expect how smooth yeah. that is for yeah. such a dog beer. Yeah. It's almost like it, drinking, like, a Pepsi. Yeah, it's not It's not a stouty type beer at all. Uh, so, the thing I would try to say to you is if you're looking for a dark beer... Um, let's, let's just say it like this. If, you, if, you're, if you're more drawn to darker beers, then try to go for New Belgium's Fat Tire... Oh, yeah. I'd say that's a really good thing to start with. It's more of an amber, I'd feel like, the fat, fat okay. tire. Well, it's darker than but a lot of IPAs. But it's definitely darker. It's darker than this. This pale ale right here. Yeah. Um, if you're looking at... Um, he wants to try an IPA, though, right? That's what he's saying. He did doesn't want to turn his did nose he, did up to give his location or anything? Or? Uh, no, he didn't. That's so, another thing. People don't really give us so, so location. My personal favorite to suggest to people on that first IPA... Okay. It always, always is Dogfish 60 Minute. Really? 100%. Really? I feel like that's just... It's it's stronger, mm-hmm. but if somebody's willing to try the IPA, IPA and is okay with the bitterness mm-hmm. and everything like that, yeah. the 60 Minute is just always on point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's always no, I something right. I, would, I would recommend. I, I think that's a good place to start, Hamsterdam, and also a widely available, um, not so much craft beer as much anymore, but Sierra Nevada... IPA is yeah. good. Uh, there's and, C- and you can Nevada. find that. You can find that anywhere. In a lot of places. Sierra Nevada uh, IPA. Or if you want to try... That's another thing, too. you got Session IPAs out there. you got Founders All Day IPA, which I think of as a lower ABV. And if you, you're... The okay. Founders has more of like that oatmeal, I feel like. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, their like All Day IPA is crushable. Very crushable. And it seems like he wants something that's a little you, bit more you know multi. What? I don't know how you're going to feel about this suggestion, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people... That are into you know that were originally only drinking Bud Light and all the bullshit you know mainstream yeah. beers yeah, Sam huh? Adams thinking that that's craft beer yeah uh, Lagunitas IPA is a, is a really good starter also it's true they, that is pretty good but it, they have they're not craft really anymore it's not, it, but that's another they, email they, that I, I had last became, week yeah mainstream Lagunitas that's an email that I had last week people were saying uh, I forgot the guy's name I could maybe go back and look but he was talking about like how do you feel about breweries that sold out and like I named off the top of my head a ton of different breweries that 
you know, had had before that have sold out, and two of which that we've had on the show before they did sell out. We like had who? Ballast Point. Okay. Or Ballast Point, whenever that is. Uh, the Sculpin. The, the Sculpin, yeah. We had them before they sold out. Do you know how much they sold for? $1 billion. To Budweiser, right? No, to Constellation like enterprises or something constellation they're like a catering group or some shit like that really yeah a billion dollars a billion dollars and uh wow. alessian we had the space dust that sold out yeah they sold out space dust is sick that's yeah, another ipa but that's a little bit more like but you know what I give was... a couple of lighter ipas here's, a try before here's, you try that. here's what i would say to you hamsterdam this is something that's also widely available and something that stays true to the craftness but is also very delicious find yourself something by oma gang Ah. Do they have an IPA? You gotta also remember, depending on where Hamsterdam is from, yeah. Alma Gang comes from, not not sure what part, but it's upstate New York. Cooperstown. It's Cooperstown, okay. Yeah. You gotta think about how wide, widely available that really is. They have... Uh, this is I, what, I've seen it in, in, down in Florida. No, Alma Gang is everywhere because but, they're half-owned by Duvel, which is... The main brewer... Yeah, the, uh, the, the monks, main, right? The monk, no, no, no. The they're not their monks. They're, they're, they're commercial. It's like Inbe- the InBev of Belgium. In Belgium, yeah. But uh, Oma Gang's Nirvana IPA, which is widely available, and it has uh, Bravo hops, Simcoe hops, Sentinel hops, Topaz, and uh, dry hopped. Uh, it has Mosaic, and it's also dry hopped with uh, Sentinel, Citra, and Simcoe with Amarillo, that. too. It's a very good beer. You guys reviewed that? We never reviewed it. We, we, we really didn't do when a did, lot When of, did you get a chance to try that? When I was in Oma Gang. I went there. That's right. Yeah, I've got you went there. I went there. The beers were fantastic. I remember you were messaging us while you were there. Yeah. You thought it was the greatest oh, place on yeah. earth. It was like it was like that was great. Like no way. I was so, hysterical. Laughing. So I would recommend the recommendations that Three Beers In gives to you, Hamsterdam, are the following. We we recommend. Um, what did you say? The Dogfish Sixty. The Dogfish Sixty. I said Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and I also recommend Nirvana IPA from Oma Gang. And if you want to go lighter, out mm-hmm. of all of them, like. Or really founders like a be- all day too. Like a beginner IPA would definitely be Lagunitas, hundred percent. Lagunitas is a solid one. That's 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 like a great beer to just get you started on IPAs. Yeah, it really is. And we have one more email here uh, from Sean, and Sean says, "Hey, what's the deal with Budweiser putting ingredients on the cans? Weird, right? Or no?" That's that's it, Sean. Thank I don't you. think there's many ingredients on that. I don't think so either. I honestly it's gotta think be like yeast, malt, and gak. Water is the <laughs> water. <laughs> uh, I actually, Sean, to to speak to what you're saying, I don't think that Budweiser is actually putting their ingredients on the cans. I think what they're going to do is just put nutritional information in terms of like the calories. To be honest, I don't think they're going to be putting their maybe on Bud Light. They're not going to they're not going to promote that Budweiser, which are like probably 135 calories or something. No, the Budweiser has got to be 20 something carbs. The, the Budweiser this this is going to be my bet, right? Bud Light is going to be what you just said 135ish or 180. Mm-hmm. Budweiser's are easily going to be 280 and up. Probably a, right. A can, are you kidding me? You seen America? <laughs> That's <laughs> true. On. That's true. <laughs> no way in hell. But I don't think Sean that they're going to be putting their actual ingredients on the cans because I mean a lot of a lot of craft brewers do that. I, I don't know what their gimmick is. I don't know what their angle is. Since when are they doing that? They're, they're, they announced it like on those stupid Budweiser commercials. The King guy. Uh, you know, he said Bo- he was, an- an- was it Anheuser-Busch? Anheuser-Busch. They've bought out some of the craft breweries. Um, who is it? What's that craft brewery that they bought out last year? Do you uh, know? Last year? Or maybe the year before. 
remember, well, I remember when it was when I was on the show. I was active on the show. They um, wanted to buy Fat Tire. They wanted. Not, it wasn't Fat Tire. Fat tire. No. They made a move on somebody else. I'm not sure if it happened. If I look through a list right now, I'd probably be able to point it out. Well, what what what, what beer did they have? I'm not sure. They 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 bought out. Oh my god, it's on the tip of my fucking tongue. Okay, just just. It just might breathe. be Lagunitas. Now I'm thinking about it. I I think you're right. Lagunitas did indeed sell out. Well, I mean, the term sell out. I actually went on a huge but, rant that I would do the same thing. But, like, but, I would but listen, actually, I, honestly, I would do the same. Dom, I agree with you 100. percent You're gonna pay dollars. me a billion dollars to send you something that I created in my fucking garage. Yeah. No problem. Sold. Sold. I, okay. So. And Lagunitas, listen. Even though they sold out, yeah. does not take away from the fact that it's still an IPA that they make. Well, that's or the thing. Or it's still a different type of ale that they make. That's that's the thing. It's like the question was, do you not not so much as just look down on it, but do you think that the quality may have changed in some way? Because the thing is, is like the, the genius of Imbev or Miller's Coors or Heineken brand or whatever. Heineken is actually who bought Lagunitas, by the way. Oh, so Heineken. Heineken. Okay. Um, if the if these if these uh, these conglomerates, so to speak, are trying to make the most money possible, yeah, you buy these places, you give them distribution, and you keep a staff, give them salary, yeah. keep the brewmasters that are there, and make the delicious beer. Like, dude, I buy Goose Island. You know, Chicago Goose Island. Goose Island. Sold, That's what I was thinking of. They sold to Imbev. I don't know when. That's what I was thinking of. Goose Island is the Chicago. They're Chicago's oldest brewery, mm-hmm. and I buy their beer. Brooklyn Brewery is the sold too. Beer is great. Yeah, three twelve is great. I had their uh, the what you call it? Okay, I think it's just the Goose IPA, which is an English style yeah, Goose IPA. Goose IPA is awesome too, man. Very sweet. That's you know what? Uh, That's uh, Amsterdam. Yeah. Goose Island IPA, very very readily available. It's a sweeter IPA. Yep. It has a more malty flavor to What's it. What's funny is all the uh, sports sporting events I've been to and stuff like that, Like regardless of where it is, huh. Goose 312 and IPA yeah. has been available. Of course. I mean, Firestone Firestone Walker is also bought. Yes. You know what? Uh-huh. Amsterdam, forget all of it. The okay. Firestone Walker double IPA. It's a darker beer. Yeah. And it is one of the most drinkable, stronger beers you're gonna get. And these are these are beers that are not considered. And that's like ten percent ABV. Yeah, but these these are the beers that aren't considered quote unquote craft anymore because they are but macro. Firestone. Firestone's owned by Duvel, yeah. just like Omega. Yeah, but those are good beers. I know Duvel's that's the, beer. that's the thing. It's like, it, but the thing is, is like, and this is what Stone talks about. The guy at the Stone Brewery. It's like. These people are, are selling out. I mean, they have every right to do so. They're getting lots of money to do to do that. They're cashing in. Yeah. I mean, you got to... People that have been in the... Like, I, I ranted about this last week. People that have been in the craft beer industry, you've been really grinding it out for a very long time. But yeah, I think about it. So, so if you're a fresh craft brewer, and you uh-huh. just started your company, say we start here in Staten Island, New York, yes. like Flagship, like... Uh, Killsborough. Killsborough mm-hmm. and, and the other one, whatever it is. You have, you started out selling to just that island. Then you branched off to Brooklyn and then Manhattan, wherever. You branch out to all these different places. These big macro breweries are businesses, conglomerates, like yeah, you're saying. pretty much. They see the, the effectiveness that you're having on such a small scale mm-hmm. that they know that if they just basically back your product by buying it out, that they could take it on a huge scale and sell it across the country just like that. Well, they did do that, like with, um, well, uh, what do you call it, uh, Molson, Molson Coors, Miller Coors, right? Okay. They created like a shell company called like uh, what was Tenth, 
10th Street or something, or something like that. It sounds familiar. And they own they 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 put out Pilsner Urquell and Terrapin. Pilsner Urquell's good. Pilsner Urquell's great, but Terrapin. But, but wait, Pilsner Urquell's from who? This is Miller Coors has them. What? Yeah, that's a good beer. I know, but these are this is the thing. You're getting now what's That's happening like just is just a refreshing all around these, these huge companies. Uh-huh. Right? Th- th- this is another thing that happened, right? Miller Coors as well, right? They had Blue Moon. And they Well, that was one of the first craftier. Craft, but but the thing was they didn't say that they were from Miller's. They just said Blue Moon yeah, was their Moon. own brewery. Mm-hmm. They got sued for a ton of money by some guy that thought he was having a quote-unquote authentic Abbey Ale because Blue Moon was cons- was marketed as an Abbey Ale. Abbey Ale? Yeah. But the original Blue Moon, when it first came out, it was Blue Moon Abbey Ale. Oh, I didn't know This that. guy drank it and like, loved it and everything. People were drinking it all over the place. It was a craft beer. No one knew where it came well, from. Yeah, everybody thought that. Right? But then it comes out that Miller Coors was actually making it. It's not an authentic Abbey Ale, mm-hmm. you know, because they made it. It wasn't from, you know, the Abbey. <laughs> the Abbey, right? So they got sued for like like millions. I think this guy fucking cashed out, you know. And now, of course, it's just Miller Miller Coors's Blue Moon, not okay. an Abbey Ale anymore. I mean, I mean, I think but the... but the thing is, like, so then Miller, because this is an interesting thing about Miller. Okay, InBev just does whatever it wants, or whatever. But Miller, Miller creates a shell company. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you the name of it. They create a little shell company to like mask that it's not really Miller Coors, and then they put out the beer Terrapin. We had terrapin on We've here had before, terrapin. right? And I think it was before they were taking there a over fish by on the bottle or something. There's like a little turtle, whatever. something. Yeah, it was yeah, a terrapin yeah. IPA, or whatever. It was good, but the thing was like there was nothing I really. Didn't know that was you couldn't see that it was from Miller Coors because it was from this place, Tenth Street or whatever, or, uh, or Ten Ten Barrel. I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so it's like they they're 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 doing their thing. They're 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 making it. They're working it around that you think you're having a craft beer, but you're really not. That's why. That's why uh, you have the Craft Beer Association, which is the upside-down bottle, which looks like you're dumping out the beer, but that's neither here nor there, you okay. know? And, like, that's that's where it rounds about. I mean, uh, people used to consider, and the very start of this, you know, mm-hmm. maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever it is, I know people have been doing craft beers and making their own thing for a while. Yeah. But this has become mainstream over the past, what, six, seven years? I would say that's, I would say that's about uh, right. About right, right? Yeah. But 10, 15 years ago... Yeah. Maybe even longer. I don't even know how long this company's been around for. But the first considerable craft beer was always what? Sam Adams. Sam Adams, yeah. Exactly. And they're pretty small in terms and, of... And they actually, even though they, we consider them a macro brewery, they still do a lot of micro brews. You know, they still... Oh, sure. There's still a lot of stuff that you'll yeah. see on the shelf one week and you won't see it there until next year. Well, I've said th- I've said this on the show before, that uh, if, if, if Sam Adams was smart... Mm-hmm. They would make extremely great craft beer, craft craft style they beer. They do. I've had some really good beer from them, before. and they could totally take over the market. I said I mean, that last two years ago on this show that they could do that. Who um who owns Brooklyn? Uh, that's another big brewery. They're that's, that's Bro- Brooklyn. I'm look it Bro- up. Brooklyn Brewery, in my opinion, someone's got them. Was um was one of the bigger craft beers after Sam Adams, just like Blue Moon. Then yeah. Brooklyn started coming along with their yeah. Brooklyn Lager, which sold like fucking forget no, about. They're it. definitely they're, but I think they operate. That's another thing too. If these breweries are owned by these big big conglomerates, but they operate in a way that they're still considered. Cra- That's like with Oma Gang. When I went to Oma Gang, yeah. I said this before. It just seems so different. Like it's just, 
it, once you're in the brewery, you, you feel a lot more. Of but that, it felt uh, it felt very homey. Exactly that homey you know? feeling. That it was not it was not over the top. It's comforting. Because uh, I went I went to Bronx Brewery actually. How was that? It's fantastic. Yeah. Like they had special brews that you could only get in the brewery. On their smaller oh. vats that they had there, because yeah, that, that's, that's just how it was. That's cool when they when they do that. And like, for me, like, more recently, I've gotten into the sour beers. And speaking of Brooklyn, they have a Bel Air. Oh, which we had is that on the sour. show. I think it's fantastic. I, I really, it. I really like some sour beers, and I like them more in the summer because they, I feel like they could be more refreshing to me. Maybe that's just the way my palate is. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of them are more on the fruity end, but yes. some of them actually focus on being a sour pale ale. So like the Brooklyn yeah. Bel Air doesn't have like a watermelon or a mango. It's just that basic citrus flavor to it, and then it has mm-hmm. the beer taste. Well, on have, the you, backbone. have you had Big the dog the dogfish um, the dogfish? What you call it? Um, sea quench ale. Yeah, you brought that over to uh, our I friends. Really, it was, friends. Mike, yeah. it was yeah. really really good. And I drank I think the rest of them on you, and you were like, "Where did all my beer go?" That Bro- shit was delish. Brooklyn Brewery is owned parse. I I can't, I can't get the full steak or whatever but they're owned at least half by a Japanese brewery by a Japanese company what's the name of the well here the, the article brewery. here says how Brooklyn Brewery sold out and still gets to call itself the craft beer and it says this week Brooklyn Brewery the uh, Brooklyn Brewery this is in two, who wrote 20, that Bronx Brewery 2016 no this is money.com joined a growing list of small American craft breweries selling a chunk of their business to a giant corporation uh, 20 4.5% of the stake of the company was sold to Japanese conglomerate Kirin Holdings. Kirin is a Sapporo, I think. Well, I mean, they got them. That's Kirin the definitely... I know for a fact that Kirin's either the Sapporo beer, or they do the uh, the rice... Uh, what was that what shit? Sake? Sake. Yeah, sake. Well, listen, here, here's here's what I'll say, Sean, who wants to know about... Uh, <laughs> We're still talking about putting Sean. La- putting labels on who the beer. Who forgot about him? Sean... Uh, whatever the ingredients are, I think it's bullshit uh, in terms of uh, Bud Light. And thank you for the email. Uh, in terms of that, too, another thing that keeps coming up when we talk about beer and stuff on the show, if the beer is good and it's still independently owned by some people that, that work hard and make good beer, so be it. That, that's how I look at it. I mean, you support your local spot. Yep. Support your local brewery. You know, go. I said that at New Year's. I tweeted it out, and Flagship liked it. I said... Go get yourself some flagship for this New Year's. It's it's like supporting your mom and pop local shops. Yeah. Same, it's out there. Difference. Just go ahead and do it. Yep. All right. Dom, I want to thank you for coming out here tonight. I appreciate you having me. Having a great time. I had a great time. You I really did. I had, a, I had a really good time tonight. You should maybe come out and do this again. And I want to thank everyone who's, cool. who stuck around and listened for this un, for this one hour and, what is it, 19-minute podcast. Oh, pretty long. I feel like I'm Joe Rogan distance. right now. Joe Rogan. Right? Keep those emails rolling in, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you all next week. I'm here on Three Beers In. Take care now, everybody.